It's a tough time to be black, y'all. But I mean, what's new? If you're from the South, hurricane season is upon us. If you're just any old black American American, that pandemic ain't been nothing nice. The unemployment rates has been the highest since the Depression era, the Great Depression. It's really like not a nice time for the bullshit. And uh, per usual, if you're a black American, when it's bad for everybody else, you feel the brunt even more. And with this, this just brings me to my next point, man. Long live George Floyd. I kept myself away from all the tabloids, all the videos. But as of this past weekend, you couldn't turn around and just not just not get in tune with it. Generally, I'm a real one, a real black one, not integrated till the age of 18. I'm really with that, that shit. But, uh, yeah, man, that shit is messed up. George Floyd got slayed, literally slayed. Long live him. But the thing that I'm taking away the most that's just so sickening and upsetting is white people saying that this was the straw damage that broke the camel's back. I'm seeing a lot of verbiage from my white comrades talking about like, damn, I hate that. The fact that this had to happen for me to open up my eyes or now I'm finally opening up my eyes. But it's kind of like, damn, bro, this shit ain't new. That's the main reason, like doubling back to why I did not want to get too invested into this from Jump Street. Because this ain't nothing new. Alton Sterling, Fernando Castile, that shit broke my little heart about what, 2016? And then just from that point on, I'm like, man, I can't get too invested into this. This just messed me up. But the countless other names. But the main thing I'm hinging my pen on is just the fact that this is having a lot of like white comrades, white people just opening their eyes. But this ain't nothing new. And the simple fact, side note to the side note, if you're more upset with the rioting than the actual death of the loss of life, you got some like way more to do. Way more to do. Soul searching. I say, whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man, Aldo. Nice. It's your boy, Raj Move. Wow, it's your boy, Los, a.k.a. C.A.P. Hey, man, Rumble is speaking speaking honestly. And when yeah. he said not integrated until, um like, 18 years old, let me give you a little backstory. That just means Rumble went to, like, all black schools up mm-hmm. until he was graduated high school. Yeah. And then he started kind of getting into the integrated thing, so... I can understand where he coming from there when he say he um he he a little real in that in that sense, mm-hmm. but no, it's a it's a real sentiment that a lot of people coming out like, man, this is the one. Yeah, you never knew it was gonna be the one. I don't know why Trayvon Martin wasn't the one. I don't know yeah. why Mike I, I Brown mean, wasn't the one. I like honestly, I don't know why Walter Scott wasn't the one. Yeah, but I mean, I I I, I think I know because it is it, when you're watching that video, it's clear cut. You know, what I mean, I think. You know, if you're not looking for it or you, you haven't been through things, they, they people can find arguments about, well, he should have did this. He should have did that. He should have did this. He should have did that. This one was man on the ground getting knelt on until he died. You watch You actually watch that man die in yeah. front of your eyes. I, 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 um, I, I don't know if I'm saying I agree with you, Los, but I'm, I'm saying I agree with what you just said. 
Um, I, I but I wanna I wanna say this. So, like Lo said, the other ones I had my I had my personally I had my skept my like skepticism. Like I was I was hesitant to hop on the movement. I really was for a while. And then they started happening again and happening again and happening again. And to be honest with you, I know I might be late to the party or whatever you want to call it. But this one, for sure, no matter who it pisses off, was the one that not only not only like opened my eyes and 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 made me full fledged on the movement, but it also like added to every single other one. Like so like this happened and then every single other one was I don't give a fuck what happened wrong to me. Like that, mm-hmm. but I didn't look at it at that like that at the time. Yeah. But now that's how I look. I look back at it, and I understand people wanting to give people they know or people with a differing opinions the benefit of the doubt to be like, yeah, I get it. Um, and and it is in the way Losha said it makes a bunch of sense. When you shoot somebody, and like when we had this interview with Officer Friendly last week, mm-hmm. go check that out if you're not already on our it's YouTube dope. shit. It's, it's dope. like it's taking off. Best friend weekend um, YouTube. The and yeah, it would definitely quick plug. We need all of y'all to go follow our best friend. Everybody, YouTube. Who looks at the it's a lot of dope shit happening yes. on there. You need to be on there. Um, but Officer Friendly said it in a way that's like, I can't wait for somebody to to pull a gun and up their gun at me. I gotta shoot first. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta go home to my family. Yeah. So when it's split decision things like that with a gun, I can understand how people can feel. Maybe somebody did this. Maybe this should happen. Maybe that didn't. This wasn't that. This is def. This is almost as bad as like putting your hands around his neck and choking him out. Like it's just as bad. It's you, yeah. you, 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 you squeeze the life out of that man. Mm-hmm. On I think what makes you it, had a what lot of even, time to change your mind. But yeah, you it was what makes it the same. What makes it even worse, the same or worse, in 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 my light is that that he stayed on that man's neck for eight minutes and forty five seconds. For nine mm-hmm. minutes, he stayed on his neck. Like that's the exact same thing as taking your hands and choking him. That's the exact same thing as hanging him. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we we we've already been down that rabbit hole. I think the thing for me with all the other ones is just I, I I think you know you gotta practice uh like we we talk with officer friendly not to keep harping back on that but you got you got you gotta understand how to talk to people and know when people are real threats and if you know I if you you in handcuffs and you know it's three of us four of us out there it, it's you're not a real threat at this moment. Now, if you want to have your knee in his back so he can't get up and run or whatever, because we've seen that happen before, okay. But he literally could move his knee a, a little farther back. But with the other shootings, they they still just as unjust as this one, mm-hmm. to me. I just think that this one is clear cut and it's it's nothing around. You can't you can't argue this one at all. I think yeah, this one that's why this one hits so hard. But and it's timing. Like, yes, we all at the house. It's coronavirus. Mm-hmm. We nobody in these streets. Everybody, well, people starting to integrate in these streets, but yeah. everybody's watching. The whole nation is watching, yeah. and people got time to protest. Yeah, people got time to get out there and and show their disgust. And it's like, what are we on right now? As we're recording, it's like day nine of the protest. Yeah. It's gonna be day twenty of these protests, man. This stuff not. I don't see it slowing down. Slow. I mean, it was it was Tuesday then, at three o'clock, mm-hmm. and, and then Houston the re- had sixty thousand people. Downtown. The and reality of it is too is and and maybe we'll get to this as well. But if Derek Chauvin don't go to jail for some time, if he get off, it's gonna be some more protesting to be done. Now I, I think it's gonna be more than protest now. Yeah, that's worse than Rodney King, my nigga. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be more protest. It's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a different animal then. Um, let's start the podcast by saying this, man. Uh, one time for Rumble, but shout let's out. start the podcast by saying this, man. I want to shout out all of um all of all of my white allies. Who then came out this week? Yeah, 
Um, and whether we think it's finally you're doing it or whatever, whatever, after the last podcast, one time for Jordan Alms, who Shout like out. got out there and marched with us this I week. I saw him, yeah. He was out there. Um, and he tried to help somebody as well, too. Yeah, I mean, out, yeah. Jordan was... Jordan, Jordan, one time for Jordan Alms. He was on the podcast. If you ever want to go listen to the episode, get a drum or some. Um, that was on Best Friend Weekend. Uh, Harley Davidson reached out, had some, yeah. had a lot of words, just talking about his thing. My girl I graduated with, Kat Rito. Um, she's a lawyer in the New Orleans area. Just kind of really hit me up and was giving me her take on the legal system and how how she doesn't believe in capital punishment, but like this particular instance was one that's like how you how you, how can you miss this? Cody Bork, a dude from New Iberia, really just hopped on it and really. Really gave me the feedback. CNH Shout out. and Jessica. Yeah. I mean, the people who really didn't, didn't hit the inbox and said, listen, I listen to what y'all doing. I listen to the episode. I listen to the thing and I feel you yeah. and I'm with you and I and I hear what you're talking about. So live it. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't just say it, live it. Yeah. But the fact is, you, that's a great step. It's not always that you, you have to do a bunch, but you got to understand. And I think that some people really... Are showing me that they understand. Even a, a girl that I graduated with, Amanda Shackleford. I'm just throwing out names of yeah. people. Like, shout out really police chief. Uh, well, but you know, I got issues with Joe Acevedo, whatever his name know, is. He just did some stuff in the past, so I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna throw him in my in my white allies um group as, well, as Hispanic. But I'm just gonna say it like this. I saw this online, so I'm not. This is not an original thought, but it's one of the realest lines I ever heard. To all the white folks that we didn't invited to the cookout, quote unquote. This is the cookout. Hmm. This is the cookout. We invited you. Uh-huh. This the shit. Come on out. And if you're not coming out now, then shit, you, you you didn't miss the train, man. I mean, anything y'all got to add to that? I mean, I think I think for me, it doesn't stop here. It doesn't stop with just with protesting and marching the streets. I think come November, you know, I think that's when it's really gonna hit home. That's when we're really gonna be able to make some real, real change. Um, you know, and I, I just don't. I don't like I don't like us like we me and I was talking on the way to the protest because we attended um we we were just talking about okay what's our plan you know what I mean not even just black just what 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 part can me and him what we could do you know what I mean what what is our plan what are we gonna do next after this what's next you know so we got to find out what's next and I think our what's next part of it is in them voting booths man finding out and I told myself uh, I'm gonna be more assertive especially my local. Uh, elections and who who you know what their agenda is and and those type of things. It, it may be a time that we need to run our own candidates in in a sense of Aldo Nice, <laughs> Carlos Pearson, CAP, Alan Hetwan might need to start being on school boards and city councils yeah. and aldermans and we need to maybe start looking at that kind of thing because it's real. We enough need we enough. need representations from people who actually can see both sides, yeah. but actually have the best interest of our people. In yeah. mind, and I'm I'm just talking about in the Houston area. Yeah, and, and we I, and we, we we do the ground. We've done the groundwork for years in one of the toughest neighborhoods in Houston. You know, we have boys clubs. We've taken kids who've never left a leaf. You know, and and you know we branched them out. You know, so you're not wrong when you're right, my brother. Just what's next for us? That's 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 what I've been pondering on the last couple of days, especially leaving that protest. Mm-hmm. Like what what what's next? And we have parents who are on the front line. We're gonna get to the protest. We're gonna get definitely gonna get to the protest. What I'm gonna say is this: that we're gonna try to have what uh, my partner Jordan uh, referred to as a highbrow conversation. And he said, "What's crazy is me and him went back and forth when he listened to the pod last week about 
do you think that black people can't be racist? And he was talking about all kinds of stuff. Like, it's a, it's a white man who's having these conversations with me. And he's like, I feel comfortable having that conversation with you just because I want to understand your point of view. Mm-hmm. And he like, what sucks is that we having a higher brow, higher level thinking conversation about this. And some people are still like, uh, don't, 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 law and order and mm-hmm. whatever. Like, the meme that we've been seeing a lot, if you see somebody say, killing George Floyd was bad, but what about those riots? As opposed to saying, those riots are bad, but what about George Floyd? You're prioritizing the wrong thing. Yeah. Like the fact that everybody's not there yet, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. We're going to try to talk about some nuanced things. Some things might sound like conspiracy theories, whatever, but we're going to give our thoughts on this podcast. I'm not going to let us dig too deep into rehashing the same conversation. We all know George Floyd's situation was horrible. R.I.P., my boy. You know what I'm saying? Third world legend. Um, and we're going to talk about we're going to talk about some things, man. So, let's just talk. I mean, and I'm going to start it off the way we always start off. Let me know let, they, let me <laughs> let you know some things that burned my booty this week. Off brand, but on brand like a motherfucker. The first thing that burned my booty <laughs> this week is um listen, man. Little plastic things on the end of the bag of bread instead of the twist daddies. I don't like them either. They burn my booty. I want to twist it. I know it's sealed in. I don't know the little plastic thing. No. You got to kind of angle it on there and just sit it on there. Yeah, once you just pop it on there, it's already open. I already. feel like it's more plastic that's going to kill it, turtles in the in the ocean. No, it's already had a baby. <laughs> I feel like so we need to come over. up with a better option for bread. Like... <laughs> Um, because what I personally do is I don't even put, no matter what you give me, I don't put it back. I always spin it, like spin the bread bag and then just yeah. tuck it under the bread. You a Tucker. Put it in my, oh, okay. You yeah, a Chris Tucker. 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 PJ Tucker. Tucker. Tucker the young man. Yeah. <laughs> Candyland. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, oh, I, that's, that's what I do, but I don't see why, I don't see why bread can't have like a Ziploc on it. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like I feel, when you go to the grocery store and you Ziploc get like bread, sandwich hey, meat, blur, blur it comes out in like this come cheap up ass. No, no, stop, Raj. Stop. That's You're enough. talking too much. That's enough. Best friend weekend bread with the Ziploc. We don't need to with say no more. Bread. Say less. Ziploc say, bread. Say less. That's enough of that, Raj. Best bread weekend. Best, no, just best bread holder. <laughs> <laughs> weekend. I'm just <laughs> listen. Stop, Raj. We're, the, we're going to another. What burns my boule? Cause that is already yeah. stop. That's the best one you patented. Had. Patent bureau. I'm I already I already put something in. Let's already. just be quiet. Let's just be quiet. So Another thing that burned my boule this week is awkward little situations with your friends, where friends meet money. That burns my boule. So let me give you a little context. I was hanging out with um, Gramstar and my cousin Ash this weekend, and we was over there by Ash house, and Gramstar got this new glass hookah. And I was setting it up to do something, and I almost dropped it. And I was like, damn, if I broke his hookah, would I have to buy him another one? And it was like, this whole talk began this whole talk about how you don't know what's the... Like, okay, so let me give you a couple scenarios. If you say, hey, look, let me... Like, I'm drunk. You drive my car. Mm -hmm. And you in the passenger, and I'm driving, and I get in the wreck. Do I have to pay for your car damages? Ooh. You gotta give me two I mean, I feel like we gotta put it on your insurance. But you was drunk. I'm I'm doing you a favor by driving you your car. You're solid, huh? I'm doing you a solid. But if I'm drunk, you're probably drunk too. That's very possible. <laughs> but yet and still, you're less of the drunks. It's awkward. I think, I think. Yeah. I think that's real. I think if you are completely sober, 
completely sober. You was at you was at the movies, mm-hmm. and I w- and I went out and I said Al, I said Al, come pick me up. And you got Los with you, and Los take your car and you drive my car, and you're completely sober. Then no. But if me and we all out and I'm drunk and I'm drunk drunk and you just kind of drunk and you wreck my car, then I think I think you gotta yeah I think so. Oh no! Since you put it like that, if I'm drunk drunk. I gotta pay my own damage because I should have been able to operate the car myself. Oh, you should have called a real Uber instead yeah, of like a friend Uber, nigga. a Fruber. No, yeah. I'm not saying. I'm saying if we out together, yeah, yeah, and you're like, give me the, yeah, give me the keys. Oh, if I'm like, give me the keys. Give me the different. keys. I'm a drive or but I'm trying or to Al, can you drive like, my car or whatever it is? It could be either know. way. And you drunk and you wreck my car, then yeah. I, I okay, it, whatever. Just go half for me with the car. No. So it's it's a half day. Just go half. What if I had dropped Tim Hooker the other like I was talking about? How much was the hookah? Let's say it was $125. Of course right. you have to you pay gotta, for the hookah. You got to pay for that because you dropped it. By if it's it $300, you got to pay for the hookah. <laughs> you got to pay for it because you dropped it. <laughs> who told him to be bringing this hookah outside his house? Niggas who and it was at his house? If I dropped, no, it wasn't. But if I was, oh, he, okay. Tim, uh, Grandstar was bringing a hookah in a um, suitcase. Let's talk about things that burn my boot. <laughs> <laughs> but... No, I'm saying, just I, I guess I, I I am right. I would have had to pay for that. But we started thinking about other things. Like, for instance, one of the homeboys backed into my car on the Super Bowl. And when he did that, he paid for it. Yeah, he's supposed to. Like, but it's kind of weird. It's awkward to be, like, telling your friends, hey, bro, uh, so I'm going to need that. Uh, yeah, because it's a timetable. I'm trying to get my car fixed tomorrow. So, hey, go on. I, and it just if you don't have it, say, hey, I ain't got it right now. I can give you this think- or whatever. Ever since Venmo and Cash App and all of that stuff came about, there's pretty much no reason for you not to give me my money right now. <laughs> but if you don't got it, what yeah, if you don't some have people it? ain't got. It. Like if it's eight hundred dollars, you ain't Everybody got it. Right ain't got eight hundred right then and there, right? I mean, we Every- need to talk. Then we need to keep a clear line of communication. Like, oh, not, I'm not like, saying one time for the one time. My partner who ran into my car, he paid me, paid in full. Yeah. No, no disrespect, he did his thing, but. Just those those situations be awkward because it's like, damn, I don't want to be hitting my friend up. If it's somebody I don't know, I'm going to your insurance. I'm yes. doing whatever I, might have I need to, put to you do. On auto pay. <laughs> on auto I might draft. have to put you on auto pay just so I know I'm getting child support. Oh, we gotta come up with something. Mm, I'm gonna call, put you on child support. On payback support. Yeah, garnish. You know, <laughs> I put you on the side. I put you on the side of my plate that you're not gonna eat. Garnish. That boy is stupid. That boy said Garnish. My favorite player for the Celtics, Kevin Garnish. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Don't do it. We're not going to keep doing it. Stop. Before y'all even. I'm not doing no two hours with y'all today. Take it out there right (laughs) now. <laughs> not doing two hours with y'all. We've been two hours like last four five weeks. We're not doing this. Okay, I'm okay. not. I'm not gonna do it. But I left. I left just a little bit. Like I'm not all the way gone, but I'm gone-ish. Gone ish. <laughs> gone. Hey man, stop it right now. I'm stop. We will stop. We'll stop. Nobody <laughs> wants to do this. Pushing forward. No, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Nobody wants to do this. You got one in your head. Though. I do, that's but I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep it to myself. That's why you. That's why you talk. The last thing that burns <laughs> my Buddha this week is. And this is we going let's get back into the real shit. It's not knowing the protest rules. Like, oh, like Tuesday morning, yesterday morning, we were recording on Wednesday. I woke up and people was like blackout. And we're going right into it. Blacking out, blackout. And I was like, hold up. I thought George Floyd family, I thought he was getting buried next week and we were supposed to not like buy nothing on some day. Mm-hmm. And then I'm looking at the shit and it's like, no, we blacking out today. Meaning Put a black thing on your social media and you can't. 
And what was the rules? Do you even remember the rules? I, I didn't. Like, I didn't know the rules from the jump. I saw it was like don't go to YouTube. Yeah. And don't um stream music. It started with music though. It started in the music industry. Is that what it was? Yeah. It started in the music industry, and it kind of trickled down to everything else. Because on my Apple Music, it wouldn't let you pick. You had to go actually search what you wanted to listen to. Because if you go on on the browse or for you, it had that message on there. It was just like we blacked out today. There's no for the the culture. Hey, these people have said the culture of our music, and we're gonna all listen as one. They said listen as one mm. today. So they had, I guess, they had a playlist for everybody just to listen to. Okay, mm. so the whole blackout thing. So I put the black thing on the best friend weekend page. I didn't put it on my personal page because I'm kind of like this. Is how I always feel about that stuff. Like, who started this? And it becomes mm-hmm. like this whole idea of how black people. It's 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 the Malcolm Jenkins, Colin Kaepernick conversation all over again. Like, who started this? What's which? What is right? What is not? Like, they was like, don't post on your social media. And then I saw a bunch of people like, look, bro, I got a black business. Why am I not posting on my social media today? Why am I mm-hmm. stopping my loot today for some? Because we blacking out. That don't make sense. And, mm-hmm. like, I thought about it yesterday. Like, we put up a Best Friend Weekend YouTube, Woke Part 3, stupid, stupid, yeah. dope interview. And I'm like, I had went through and edited and did everything, and I'm supposed to sit on it for 24 hours because I'm not supposed to put out content that talks about the way that black people are being treated in America. What's going on right now in the country? somebody yeah. said blackout, yeah. like, that I don't even know about, that's, that bothered me. I want to address this because I, I read ahead. some more of those rules. So... Uh, the blackout wasn't necessarily for us. The blackout was for, for, and I'm I'm not gonna go straight to white allies, but it was for people that if you got like, if you are if you are a person that doesn't normally post about black issues, and you only post about what you ate last night, or if you post about the workout that you did, or the you swimming post about the, all of that stuff, you post you post about like the thing, your hobbies and whatnot. You were supposed to take the day off. Mm. yesterday and you were supposed to let black voices be heard mm-hmm. so we have a black voice we we you post a woke you uh video you posted a vi- um, video with Officer igtv Premier. those mm-hmm. those things still apply the things that don't apply are the things that aren't black voices okay so that's, that's the thing so this goes back to my bigger point who is the person who's telling us this who's the I like know. and i, I and i, I say this all the time like People think we I'm stupid when I said this. And this was a family conversation. I was in a, a group text with like my cousins, my first cousins who are like my brothers and sisters. And we have a we have a text group between us where we talk about issues and we talk about everything that goes on in America. So it it becomes a thing, right? And the message was somebody started off with blackout yesterday and it was like, um, let me see, I'll tell you exactly what they said. They just said that, you know, you can't see whatever, but it's blackout day. It's um um it's to not use music platforms today or boycott. The black post is simply a solidarity post with hashtags so that the search fees aren't closed with useless info when searching things related to the protest, meaning blackout instead of Black Lives Matter. So I got that. But I was like, you know, I, I started saying my thing about my YouTube clicks. And I said, listen, I need a black leader to send us the rules via text like Obama, mm-hmm. Charlemagne, Beyonce, Kaepernick, Obram, uh, LeBron, Oprah, Killer Mike. 
whoever is the leader mm-hmm. needs to come up with the protest, needs a mailing list. I mean, like, you're telling me don't promote my brand instead of amplifying um, voices of the black community? Mm-hmm. But my voice is a voice of the black community. I'm befuddled. And, it, like, and we started going back and forth about it. And it was like the whole idea was, honestly, who started Blackout Tuesday? Um, I don't want to just follow without questioning. This is my text, my text verbatim. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, I was serious when I mentioned black leaders. If Obama came out and said, let's black out, I'm with it. If mm-hmm. Cap or Brian or somebody with a platform that I follow said the same thing, I just need to see where it's coming from. And that means I'm part of the problem in continuing division by not hopping in with both feet. I hate that I'm that way. And like, that's just how I feel. Like, I would love to have like a unified black Twitter account. I, something. Mm-hmm. I know we... Like something. a Facebook page. Something think, we I, use. Yeah, I, th- I think the only person who can really come out and get on both sides, because you know it's corporate black people, you know it's all hood, is Killer Mike, bro. Ah, I think that's the... You went nah, to Killer Mike? And Killer Mike, one of the people who can do it, uh, because he, he, he... You said the only person? One of the only people... I'm going to let you speak. I'm, I'm talking one, about One of the only people who I think he can do it, but I think, I think he the only person, one of the only people who can actually get it, like both sides of really respect. At the end of the day, you know what I mean. Like he gonna get the people out the hood, and out here on the corner doing that, and he he can make sense. And people who gonna push back, like some of my counterparts in the room, and he can he can help them understand and and get them on board as well. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think he's not a dumb brother. He's very intelligent, and he he's been in that fight and running through that fight for a while. I think you know what I'm saying? that Killer Mike is a, is a very decent example, but I think the hierarchy is LeBron, uh, Obama, and Kaepernick. But and if we want to put women in it, it's Oprah. But I don't, Oprah's I don't, kind of lost cash nah, over the years. Yeah. Obama but, don't want that, though. Okay, so let's just say Obama don't want it. Let's just say Obama don't want it. Let me go to my biggest point that I've been wanting to say all day. Say it then. If there was any time where Colin Kaepernick needed to pull his head out of the sand and be that. the black leader, it's right now. I Colin Kaepernick had a week. Yeah. To be like, you know what? I shut up for four years about this. Mm-hmm. But this is what I was talking about. Yeah. And we're going to black out on Tuesday in a Nike ad or whatever. Yeah. We all going to do it. Because Kaepernick, we look at you and you personify the protest, the boycott. If Kaepernick would have came out this week with, like literally came out with an uh, uh, idea, I think you, we would have done it as black people. To simplify is that he walked it like he talked it, though. He kneeled. He got part the league. And you know they said we're gonna put y'all. He got black ball. He stuck with. I'm it. still he, disappointed. I he, wanted he him ne- to he, come he back never, out, but he never wavered. Maybe he not. Maybe he just don't have the voice for it. He don't maybe want it. That's what I'm saying. Everybody ain't built for that. I know. Everybody. I don't think LeBron built for it because LeBron. Like it's, it's not. LeBron's he's intelligent enough to be able to get people around him to make. That's it my happen. point. Somebody around LeBron yeah, make, to tell make LeBron it, exactly. post this. Yeah, and black, and we gonna do it. I agree. But and, still, and black people, white people, corporate people, we'll niggas in the hood, I agree, listen to LeBron James. I agree but, with that. But let me let me let me pose this question. So I I I re- very much so agree with the fact that Colin Kaepernick can be the voice. I I really I agree with that. I somewhat disagree with LeBron because I think LeBron's still wildly relevant, and I think it's like a little and 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 he'd have to go off on a limb to like hurt another business i'm not i'm not saying i'm not saying that i i don't think that he would that i would love it if he would do it i would love it if he did it but i just don't expect lebron to do it i don't feel the same way about colin kaepernick i feel like i would have expected colin kaepernick to step up i agree yeah, but with you on I, that. I don't think colin kaepernick I mean, wanted like that he don't want it like that. Like he still want to play football. But he wanted it like that at one no, point in time. He, I think, I think he, he, he jumped off in that water and he realized he got to stay in there. 
and swim. What more does he have to lose? That's my I'm point. Saying yeah, but got like, a lot to lose. He has no. everything to gain. I just think I think that maybe he's scared of the responsibility of being that guy. Yes, but he not, he put himself in a position where he can be that guy. Yes, but I wish if, I had that if, that platform if, of like Colin Kaepernick. Built for that though, everybody not if built Killer for that. Mike was the if Killer Mike was the quarterback of the 49ers, Killer Mike I think could have stepped up. Like I think then Killer Mike could have been the guy. Yeah, I think they got I think they got enough like low the part that I think you're missing is I think they got a lot of people who like you know, our target audience, people who work yes. in these cubicles, nine to five, black people who kind of getting it, who may not even know who Killer Mike is. Yeah. Like, I think, and that's, I think that was my point. But he still can speak to him, though. I, was trying I, to I know he can, Killer but they, was, but this is my point. This was my point from the beginning. Killer Mike can speak to them. But my point is, I want this to come from somebody I already follow. I already okay, am. Right. Like, I don't follow Killer Mike on oh, social I, media. Oh, I do. Like, but we both follow LeBron. Yes. And I don't follow Obama per se, but if Obama fo- says some stuff, it would be all I'll over everything. Yeah. I don't, I don't follow Kelly Kaepernick either, though. I don't follow Kaepernick either, but if Kaepernick says something, we'd all know. Oh, you're right. You're right. Like, everybody I, I, be like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm still sticking to Killer Mike, though. Uh, and I, 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 talk, I, court, I court talk all this knows who Killer Mike is. I mean, but you, you heard just Devon said this on the woke thing. He was like, I'm tired of us turning to rappers and athletes as our people that we go to okay. in times yeah, like I this. Remember that. We should listen to Van Jones. We listen, should listen to... Don Lemon. We should listen to somebody. Don Lemon would have came out with some shit we all did it. But I know he's not in a position where he can do it. I was just about to say, I, I'm, I'm, you let me stop. have Don to relax. Lemon, Don Lemon can't do that. You got to relax. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put you in that position, Don Lemon, even though you like to be in positions. <laughs> the views expressed by Aldo Nice. Do not. Do not reflect the views <laughs> of the of best, best friend, friend weekend, weekend podcast. podcast. I mean, by no you, means. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Humor is part of this podcast. Stop it. Yeah. Um, let me let me ask you some other questions. Let's just let's dig deeper. So, what about the bad actors spreading this social media unrest? And this is what I'm going to say about this. First thing I thought last week was the CNN attack when in Atlanta they was throwing bricks through CNN. Mm-hmm. The first thing I thought was, man, if black people wanted to go at a news agency, gotta be Fox. Why would it be CNN? Why wouldn't it be the Fox News people or or Breitbart headquarters or whatever it is? And I say that to say this. I feel like I watched this documentary and I meant to look it up before I got on here. Man, I really wish I I had doubled down and went to look it up. It was on, I think, Showtime or HBO. And it was about like this guy who's a liberal. And he went and made this fake page of a conservative like around the 2018 midterm elections. And he actually got somebody to be elected because he went and pretended like he was a conservative and started talking noise about like the main candidate and being like, oh, he's not religious. He's not for Jesus. He's not for Jesus. And he was posing as part of the conservatives and all the conservatives who were on like the Jesus movement didn't vote for him. He ended up getting out of that. My whole point is it's so easy. For someone to hop on social media and push people in a certain direction with finsters and fake profiles and everything else like that, I sincerely feel like someone got in there and was like, hey, black people, and made a, 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 an account called um, Jer- Jerome Muhammad and was like, hey, black people, let's go to CNN. That's the truth. Let's go. To, and it was a black face and everything. And he was like, let's go to CNN and throw bricks through it. And black people got together and was like, oh, yeah, we, we turn it up in front of... Or he just was like, let's go to CNN. That's what we're protesting at. And then he got his people to go out there and put bricks and stuff in front of it. He just lit the fire 
and let young people who just kind of listen to everything go do what they do. I don't so, even think it was that complicated. I think they had bricks out there and boys out there already tearing stuff up. And he's like, oh, look, bricks. That building right there. Throw. CNN, and it, it felt so convenient. Yes. I'm saying they had, the, they had bricks right there at the corner. And they had, and I, I mean, uh, I, th- I, I think how I, it works I, is somebody, I think this crowd starts it. And then they keep, I think, like, everybody pile on. I don't know if it was even that complicated like you were saying. I think it's so easy for you to for like to have that to have that conversation and like you actually kind of opening up my thought right now and you even mentioned uh, in our last topic about who started this whole movement. Well, like and I, I looked it up and I saw that it was two black music industry people, but I don't know if they like had that exact exact idea. But what if somebody said, "Hey, let's do a blackout so that in ten years, whenever we kind of like not really on this anymore, like all of that stuff is black." Like it's not we can't see all yeah. of the, like George like the George Floyd You're knee. Right. like you know people was posting a picture of of Derek Chauvin's knee on George Floyd and we can't see that no more because it's just straight black in 2020 at that yeah. time yeah and and they know those bricks that just get placed around the city what if that's just some you know for for the for lack of a better word white person that's just throwing bricks in the city for instigation purposes like there's a whole bunch of this could be folk. It's real that Russian hackers, Russian hackers actually did that before the election. Russian hackers was making, mm-hmm. like, I read, I saw yesterday on CNN that there was, like, this whole Antifa, like, the whole, like, supposed to be far left-wing um, militant group that Fox News post about and Trump post about all the time. Antifa is, like, supposed to be whatever. Like, government agencies was like, that's not a real thing. Like, they might be some people with that, but they're not organized. It's not like this people who actually do stuff. But... It was a right wing group who made a post that was like Antifa is out in um what you call it and we about to dominate and do whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was a right wing group yeah. who was pretending to be a far left wing group who posted some shit that Donald Trump Jr. reposted yeah. that like millions of people was like, Oh yeah, they out here trying to do harm when it's like such count it's like us going on there and be like, Oh man, best friend weekend is whack. Y'all like it making fake pages. Y'all best friend weekend and blah blah blah. It just like up in our um cause yeah by talking shit. You know what the, I mean? the like, whole the whole it all boiled down to everybody's got a plan but us. That's what it all boiled down to in my mind. I don't let can be said whoop de whoop whatever. But at, at the end of the day, everybody in America got a plan but black people. Hmm. That's 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 all it is to me. Everybody got a plan but us. We still don't have a plan. All this marching. We want we want equality. We want this. We want that. But we don't have a plan. The problem, it's such it's such a fucking problem, right? I, but we don't have a plan to get there. And and my first thought to to that is we don't have a leader. Yeah. And then the thing is like, do we need a leader? Yeah. And then the next thing is, if we had a leader, you know how niggas gonna nig? They're gonna be yeah. like, oh, why that nigger and not me? Yeah. But it's I think I think the first the, the first plan for me is self accountability. Like Jesse Jackson asked when he was talking shit about Obama. Yeah. Go ahead. The, the first thing is self-accountability, man. You got to make yourself accountable to what are you doing to make this better every day. You know what I mean? What are you? What work are you putting in? What are you doing? You know what I mean? Whether it's on your job or at home, throughout the day, random people you meet, whatever. What are you doing? Self-accountability has to be number one on that priority list. Now, after that, I ain't got nothing for you, shit. I don't know. But self-accountability has to be one. I mean... If I'm going deep into my conspiracy theories, let me just throw this out this since I'm Let's here. Let's ride, man. Since I'm here. Put my seatbelt on. Are people Pause. sending messages like, go out and protest, go out and protest, go out and protest because they know that COVID-19 is out here and they 
think that since it's killing black people disproportionately, they want us to go gather in large groups so we can get COVID-19 and kill our parents and kill our relatives and all the rest of that shit. We want to go because we want to be a part of history. Yes. And we feel like you need to stand up and be counted. Yes. But the other half of me in my head is like, damn, are they really pushing this hard because they want us out there? I don't know. It's funny you say that because before we went out there, that was on that was on our head, on my head especially big. You know what I mean? Like, dang, I'm finna go out here. I know it's gonna be because the projections were twenty thousand people. And then being sixty. Though. And then, but remember when we walked over that hill, and I said, "Man, let's get on the hill so we can see." Yeah. And we got top of the hill. He's like, "Ooh, we both were just standing and looking." Yeah. Like, dog. I'm not didn't... going mixing that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and you know, you talking to two two extremely black men. <laughs> you know what I mean, like through and through. But what if you? It was... I mean, what if you take? Go ahead. What if you take your your conspiracy theory just even further? You know, I mean, you could go even further to say, like, this is all a hoax. Like, 2020 itself is a hoax. Mm-hmm. Like, we going this could be planned. When you talk about having a plan, this could be planned. It could be planned for there to be a, um, a, a pandemic. Okay, so now we got the pandemic. And then we got to make, we got to get people out there to get it, right? Like, I mean, this could be all in the plan. So what are we going to do to get, to get, to make it happen? Well, let's kill a black person. You know, they don't like that shit. And, and and matter of fact, like to amplify it even more. Let's make a cop do it. Let's record that and then, shit. And then yeah. let's record it. Let's, let's and, not then, and, then, and then they're gonna and, break and, shit. At Twelve noon, high and noon. Then, then we're gonna break. Then they're gonna break shit. So then we could send out the national guard and the army at them. And then we could be martial yeah. law. And then and then we Trump can, can get reelected because he's the law and order. Yeah. Okay. That's a reach. That's a lot. I know. That's a reach. I know, but I, 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 you can't allow a protest. People protest what they want. No, that was a smart a, thing to do because the last thing you wanted six thousand people coming out of there, and you got to have the police or whatever to stop them. That's the let's last talk thing about you it. Want. You was there yesterday. How did you feel about the um, rally in Houston, um, downtown Houston? What were your thoughts on it? Um, I thought I was, I was, I was proud. I ain't gonna lie. I was, I was proud to be out there. You know, even uh, through my reservations, I had. Um, it was a mixture of emotions, man. I went through being proud at one point. To having goosebumps and really like thinking about what's going on in the world to like, hey, why are you here? You know what I mean? Like people running through, you know, F-12, F-12 trying to antagonize the police and doing those type of things. And then, you know, certain people, I saw people tagging on the walls and, you know, it was just certain things, you know, that I was like, this this ain't what I, we came here for, you know, and... It showed it showed me a wide range of people who were out there protesting, and I thought some of them. I think when I say wide range, I'm not even to my race. I'm to my people out there for IG pics and photo ops. To my people out there just to, just with the shits, uh, you know, one of uh, F twelve. Like we, me and Al, literally sit there and watch a dude turn his uh, Black Live poster over and then write fuck twelve on it on the sidewalk. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I. Saw saw people just out there just to walk around and smoke weed. Didn't really have nothing to do. Just out there blowing dope, chilling, listening to music. I saw people out there just trying to lead a chant with somebody videotaping. So they said they led the chant. And then as soon as they got through, nobody said nothing. They, they showed them to see how they looked. They're like, nah, erase it. They did it again. So I had a wide range of emotions out there, man. You know, And also I was scared of Corona. I mean, for me... 
I, be, I, I listened to a lot of things. You said the fuck 12 thing. I thought that was interesting because what I tapped you on the shoulder was like, what if you went to work and people were just walking yeah. in your face talking about fuck teachers? Yeah. Fuck teachers. Yeah. <laughs> like, the cops got to feel a way that somebody's just like fuck 12 all yeah. the time in your face. That, yes. that has to be a thing. But I feel like certain people went out there, been watching TV, and went out there with the idea that I want to antagonize mm-hmm. the police. I want to start some shit. Yeah. I feel like the overwhelming majority of people, I saw kids, I yeah. saw families, was out there because it was a moment. It yeah. was like, this is a moment in history and I feel like that shit is wrong Yeah. and this is our opportunity to speak out about it being wrong and to let our voice be heard. A lot more that. young people than older people, mm-hmm. but it was a lot of people out there and it was just like, it was, it was inspiring to me to see that everyone was out there kind of with the same idea that yeah. the police need to do better that black people need to be treated better. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the prevailing idea. So I was I was behind it 100%. I'm definitely forward. I just had a wide range of emotion yeah, while I was out And there. I was scared of that Rona, but I had that <laughs> mask on the whole time. Yeah, Raj, definitely. I noticed you said that they had a lot of things in Denver, but you said you wasn't going to mess with them because it's just different shit going on out there. Man, what's the Denver climate looking like? Oh, they're protesting in Denver. Um, it's it's been, pretty, it's been pretty mild. Like, I mean, you know... I don't, I don't know if y'all saw, I don't know if they're doing that in other cities, but I think I heard that they are where they, they lying on the ground and for nine minutes and screaming, I can't breathe. So like, that was, that was something that kind of went viral in Denver. I don't know if we were the first city to do it, but, uh, that was pretty big. They're protesting every day. We have curfews. I don't, I don't know if y'all get this on y'all's phone out there in Houston, but I get a, like an Amber alert. I don't, I don't even know what to call, like a curfew alert on my iPhone every yeah. day. No, I don't. I need to be in no. the house. Cause we don't have yeah, a curfew. That. We out you. Yeah. Um, well, so, so yeah, so we actually do have a curfew here in Denver County. I'm not in Denver County, uh, but in Denver County, there's a, there's a curfew. Like, and so I'm close enough to Denver County where it's like, Hey, don't get caught in Denver County after eight o'clock last night. It was nine o'clock. Um, and, and a lot of, I think a big reason for that is because you think about looting and if you, you, you could loot that dope, you know, like you could really like bust down some dispensaries out here and like that would. That's 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 government dollars. Like that's big. That's big dollars. So I think it's not government dollars. From that, that's not government dollars. Oh my god! Do you know the taxation on on when you buy marijuana out here? That's state. Okay. It's, well, state. It's, yeah. It's yeah. It's illegal. Oh, okay. State government. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Oh, I thought you was talking federal yeah. government. You damn sure. You right. No. Yeah. So I. That's that's all. I just we. It's been it's been um it's been pretty, not you know, and I'm not praising this, but it's been pretty well controlled. It's been. You know, not a lot of not no nothing crazy happening, and I that's, haven't. That's gone, something to praise, though. Really yeah, it is. It. it is. I mean, so it's a lot of things going on, and one of the things that's hitting close to home, obviously, close to home today. I'm happy we recorded today and not to and not yesterday, so that we were able to get this story up under the um, up under the time period, man. <sighs> we Saints fans. <sighs> um, man. Not surprised though, man. Not surprised. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Come on, Lowe's. Nah. I'm, I'm actually I'm surprised. like, nah. okay, let's get to it right here. When asked what he would say um, as a leader if people kneeled when the season started again, Drew Brees said, "Well, I, I will. I will never agree with anybody um, disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Um, let me let me just tell you what I see or what I feel." when the national anthem is played, and when I look at the, the flag of the United States, I envision my two grandfathers who fought for this country during World War II, one in the Army and one in the Marine Corps, 
both risking their lives to protect our country and to try to make our country and this world a better place. So every time I stand with my hand over my heart, looking at that flag and singing the national anthem, that's what I think about. And in many cases, it brings me to tears, thinking about all that has been sacrificed, not just those in the military, but for that matter, those throughout the civil rights movements of the 60s and everyone and all that has been endured by so many people up until this point. And is everything right with our country right now? No, it's not. We still have a long way to go. But I think what you do by standing there and showing respect to the flag with your hand over your heart is it shows unity. It shows that we are all in this together. We can all do better and that we are all part of the solution. Um, so the first line is what really got the traction. We will never, I'll never agree with anybody disrespecting the flag of the United States. And he came out with that this morning. Mm -hmm. I'm on record. I'm on record, man. Go listen to the podcast, man. I'm on record. I saying that Teddy Bridgewater should be the quarterback of the Saints this upcoming season and we should have got rid of Drew Brees. I'm on record saying that. Um, because I felt like, partly, Teddy Bridgewater riding that bike back and forth from the Superdome and everything else, he had integrated himself into the city. He was a part of the fabric of New Orleans. He's 26, 25, 27 years old, something in that area. And he was going to be a pivotal part of New Orleans, a leader for the next 10 to 15 years. Now you go. I just, now we got, now we got I was wrong Drew with that Brees, man. Man. Now we got Drew Brees. Well, hold on. This, I'm, this, I'm this just ain't saying, about his no. play now. This about him I know, as a person. I know, but I, the, I got but the Teddy play. thing was about him as a person. Okay, all right then. Well, say, let that be known. I'm just saying, like, and I'm going to go on this. I'm going to say this on record. It's It's tough. It's tough. And it'd be a terrible way to go. Let me go ahead. But I think Drew Brees should retire, dog. Right now. I said it. I yeah. said what I said. Yeah. I said what I said. Let me let me just tell y'all something. I, I I played on football teams all my life since I was five, right? Up until I was twenty one. What position did you play? Quarterback. You was nice? I was straight. You was that dude? I was decent. Yeah, on the team. <laughs> See, I, I, right? I was nice. Good. But the thing the thing about football teams is this, right? It's like it's, it's, it's a little different than basketball teams. You got, uh, well, you know, and I guess they have fifty five people on the roster mm -hmm. in the NFL, so you got a little more than that, maybe college. I forgot. But the thing about it, everybody hangs with like once you leave that locker room, you don't you don't see, you know, whoever the wide receiver, you don't you don't hang with those people. I never kicked the kicker and a couple of people had their own little clique. Shout that, out Graham stuff. They hung with you know what I'm saying. Well, he was white. I went to all black school. I'm just talking about in college, right? I went to all black school, so. We had white kickers and a white backup quarterback, white quarterback, backup quarterback. So they come together. They, you know, so you're on the field, you're playing, whatever, ooh, good job. Then after we, once you get dressed in the meeting rooms, they sit together. When we eat lunch or dinner, they sit breakfast, they sit together. On the bus, they sit together. And when we room, they room together. So I'm, I, the NFL, I'm sure, is just like that. When the football team, it's different cliques amongst. So you got the wild dudes. You got the dude who just, the dudes who just always working out and trying to get better every day. That's all they do. They don't go to no parties. They don't drink. They don't smoke. That's all they do. It's a whole bunch of different people. Now, on game day, everybody coming together. So, I can I always kind of felt like, okay, listen, Drew Brees know who his people are, but he not that close to them. Like, he's not that close to any black well, person. I think that understand. that's... Well, I, I, I don't even give a fuck. But I agree with that in this aspect. 
that Drew Brees is 41 years old. Yeah. And most of the players on his team is 23, 24, yeah. 25 year old black dudes listening to fucking um thinking that um yeah. Takashi 69 is the goat sure. while he's sitting over here like listening to Kenny Chesney. Yeah. I understand that it's different. It's different. He lives in his own bubble. The Raj, I'm gonna double back on this. I thought about this. It would suck for Drew Brees' legacy if he retired today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So he can't do it. But I just don't see nothing good coming he out of this. He can't fix it. I can't well, I don't so see anything me, good coming out of this for the Saints. It. He can't fix it. Let me let me tell you how I let me tell you how I feel. I think I I, I got a I got a, a few like I guess schools of thought. So I've I've never met Drew Brees, but Drew Brees almost bumped into me one time when I was in the friends and family section after a Saints game. That was that little and dude from Lafayette who owned that gym who looked like Drew Brees. Stop it. <laughs> it, was, it was actually Drew Brees. It was Drew Brees. So that's funny. But it was Drew Brees and and what I got from Drew Brees' presence was much like Lowe said. It was like there's the team and and then there's like Zach Streif mm-hmm. and Jonathan Stinchcomb mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and then there's Drew Brees. You know what I'm saying? Like Drew Brees was with them boys. Like, but David like Thomas yeah. was his boy. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like Drew Brees wasn't hanging with uh, with Cam Jordan. Like Drew uh, Brees Mark wasn't Ingram. kicking it. With I know him. Mark no. Ingram or or uh, or uh, the Archer. What's the Archer's name? He wasn't hanging with him. He wasn't hanging with his receivers and, oh, and the skill. Brandon Cooks. Players. Brandon Cooks. He wasn't with them. He wasn't with Tyron. You know, like he was with them boys with a leather with a leather blazer on like with some boots hey some, can i put you know, can, can i just throw this out there he wasn't with sean payton either no no sean, sean payton was at the table with us i'm not I don't <laughs> go ahead not go ahead but so so i do feel i feel loose uh you know from that from that just i'm not saying he's right though standpoint. Just, then you get in contact go ahead yes I, I mean that's how i feel but i also heard recently that uh, the Saints were planning on having a meeting in the house uh, to like uh, fix this, and to me, that is the only thing that could happen. Because boys came for his head, Malcolm yeah, Jenkins no. came for his dome, yeah, Mike Thomas too. Uh, Both yeah. of them Mike came Thomas for his came face, for his dome. Mike so Thomas like, was reposting all kind of shit. Mike yeah. Thomas said he 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 don't know no better, and he said. We don't care if you agree or disagree, whoever else about that. Yeah. That that but that Malcolm Jenkins shit was uh, like next level. He hey. said sometimes you need to shut the fuck up. Hey, that boy was, that yeah, boy he was crying. Yeah, about he dropped some tears. Yeah, he on was that crying. One. Like like he was like, I Drew, I can't let this one slide. Like like that's that's some real shit. And, and you guys are supposed to be on the same house. team. Like with this, like I get it. Like Demario Davis can't allow that. Like no. Cam, Cam Jordan, Jordan can't no. allow that. Like Drew Brees, we're gonna be alright. Yeah, cause I think we got strong black young, yeah. young middle age, you know, twenty eight to thirty year old leadership. And Drew Brees not who Drew Brees was so far. No, but put it like this. Let's let's put the elephant, put, put the monkey on the table. The elephant that's in the room. Drew Brees already didn't sign the deal with NBC. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees always been straddling that fence mm-hmm. of no, we need to stand up. He was saying that shit when Kaepernick was happening mm-hmm. that we all need to stand for the like we all know that, yeah. and we were sitting there like, damn, I guess our quarterback ain't with the shits. But oh look, Mark Ingram and all of them sitting down, mm-hmm. they with the shits. So at least our team with the shits, yeah. um, Banjo them sitting down. Okay, they with the shits. But we always kind of knew Drew Brees was on that good yeah. old boy network. Now he's trying to ease out of the league, do his NFL. Boy, it was on five months ago. Yeah. National championship game. Mm-hmm. He was in the stands with Trump. Yeah. Photo ops with Trump. Yeah. Not surprised. Drew Brees is already pivoting to that next. We said Drew Brees might be the man of New Orleans or the governor of Louisiana. I believe that because people have vote for him. 
But do you think he gonna have our best interest? Yeah, no. I mean, I don't think he's gonna try to intentionally do no harm. Nah, we we, we don't know that. I right, listen. Tell you one thing about white people, man. <laughs> you never know. And they show you who they are at one point in time. I think I mean, he showed us who he, showed us who he and is. And he showed at, exactly who he is. And I know it's innocuous. It was an innocuous statement. He didn't think it was going to be what it was. Yeah. He thought he was saying it the right way. Yeah. But shut the fuck up. Just shut up. You making me look bad as a Saints fan. I'm hurt. Because I knew. How many? Jared Thomas. Thomas. I, I said his whole name this time. Thomas. Oh. Thomas. <laughs> Thomas. Thomas. The fucking already did hit. Then added he me. He won. He finally won. Thomas. What y'all gonna do with y'all boy? Shut up. Yeah. Man. Damn. That's what we gonna do. Let that boy finally made the podcast. Thomas. Do the Let me ask you this. Did you see? <laughs> did you see what they did to him on Madden? <laughs> Whoa. No. But they actually dropped his awareness down. That was actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they dropped his. They dropped his awareness down on Madden. Hey, so, so cue up that music for Uncle Smooth. Yeah, <laughs> so open up the doors for Uncle Smooth Cab. <laughs> open up the cabin door. Open, open up the cabin door, man. Get like my car, man. What are you looking at? Uncle Smooth's cabin. <laughs> Chicken and giblets are over there. Or else y'all just become another log in Uncle Smooth's cabin. <laughs> so in light of Drew Brees' obvious lack of misunderstanding why the black community was in protest, I want to say that I do truly believe that it is possible to change your stance, or as many would say, wake up. In Drew Brees' case, I think it's a little too late. This topic hits home for me because if you listen to earlier podcasts, you'd hear that I too didn't understand the movement. And much like Drew Brees, I looked at kneeling as a sign of disrespect to your country. And even more so to your relatives who may have risked or even given their lives fighting for this country. Call me late to the party, but George Floyd's murder hurt me enough to fully commit myself to the enough is enough mindset. Hashtag. Throughout the last few weeks... I've seen so many of my black friends tell stories of run-ins with the police, and I now consider myself lucky. I mean that, lucky, that my experience hasn't been the same. I think back to Best Friend Weekend Weekend DC and think how different our weekend could have been if Derek Chauvin had been dispatched to our scene. I'll just let you think on that. But all the scenarios end bad for the Best Friend Weekend Brotherhood. As I've stated before on the podcast, I have no disdain for the police in general, nor will I make a blanket statement that some may take the wrong way. But what I will say is, fuck those police and anyone who supports them. Ooh, close that though. Woke rise. Close that though. Woke right rise. Where Roger you at? X. Welcome to the fucking picnic. <laughs> Roger X. I see you all. And, and, and I don't know if we're done talking about Drew Brees, but y'all talked about the, y'all talked about the picnic mm. or the cookout. And, and now I'm about to talk about Sean Payton in 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 with that, you know. But yeah. I just want to I just want to touch on the fact that, um, man, you know, I think the cookout is way deeper than this. Yeah. I think uh, I think it's time to start having those serious conversations about reparations. Like I think I think there's so many so many things that like this open this opened up for me. Like the fact that you just like killed a you the fact that Derek Chauvin killed a black person, killed George Floyd, and like did it. With no remorse, like, like, not even humbly. Like, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be on top of the world and you're gonna be white and and, and you know, like, you're gonna you're gonna have your silver spoon, then at least be humble about it. You know what I'm saying? But whenever you rub it in our face, like that, that that just makes me mad. Hey, I have nothing to add, man. That was your that was listen, man. I see you, bro. I see you. And a person who even knows more about the Saints than us. Um, Moose Harris has been the Saints hydration engineer for uh, minicamp, and he slanged that beer in the dome for the last 20 years. So 
Let's hear a little commercial from one of our most recent sponsors, the Urban Flosaurus. Now's as good a time as any to check out the good folks at Urban Flosaurus. The big homie Moose Daniels has been supplying a steady stream of independent, underground, and exclusive R&B, hip-hop, and beyond across your airwaves. Pretty much any day of the week, you can catch Mr. Hydrate or Intoxicate on Facebook Live under Urban Flosaurus, spinning something extra soulful or jazzy that'll either take you back to a certain time in your life or make you wonder why you never heard that track before. Go to his link tree at linktree forward slash Urban Flosaurus to find the links for the radio shows, podcasts, and live performances from Moose Harris, and be sure to follow him at Moose underscore Harris on Instagram and Twitter. Man, listen, there's so many ways to consume music these days, and Urban Flosaurus produces content in every which way imaginable. So check them out. Moose Harris of Urban Flosaurus, a different voice with a show like you've never heard before. Hey, beers! If you're looking for a beer, just call for Moose. Moose. Beer in your hand, throw them your ten, three for the tip. What up, Moose Daniels? Shout I hear out, you. Moose. Hey, let's talk about Sean Payton a little bit because he came out and said he posted a picture of George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery, and he said we're not mur- we're murdered, not killed on video. Hmm. How, how many have we not seen? Question mark. 22 weeks from today for change. He's talking about getting Trump ass out Mm -hmm. the office and the wrongs that are done to black people. Listen, you talk about Drew Brees, my only response is I rock with my coach because players are fleeting. Drew Brees will be gone in the next year or two. Sean Payton is doing the right thing because Alvin Kamara went on there and said, that's Mm -hmm. my dude. Mike Thomas reposted that and said, I'm riding with you till the wheels fall off, Mm -hmm. coach. Like, the Saints are going to be all right. Yeah, we're going to be all right. The issue is, Drew Brees starting that shit. They got so many people in Louisiana, them old redneck David Duke voters, I was who are going to be like, yeah, Drew Brees. Yeah, yeah. About, but you got, about time. But you just like, just like last podcast, we said our daily lives is around black folk. Yeah. His daily lives is around those type of people, Ooh. man. Same thing, you know? Just because we, we do it. They do the same thing. That man ain't interacting with no black people right now. Especially the ones who... who he been, he been it, it, insulated with white yes, people but, for the last two months. But if he is... That's crazy. But if he is insulated right, in, anywhere around black people right now, it's either some a fan, someone in passing, or somebody who has his same belief. Man. At least Tom but Brady you know out there working about with that? receivers. You talking about insulating... You can't really insulate yourself like just like you talked about our white allies. Like I'm sure I got a bunch of white allies that have been quote unquote insulated, but there's mediums to reach out and check on your black friends. Absolutely, like, mm-hmm. you, you could have reached out to Mike Thomas and say and and see how he was doing and like get a bead on maybe some maybe some shit you should have said or should not have said. You can't like, say but, that. But 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 Roger, like, you got to understand. Roger, understand from mad we was. You wouldn't have said that. You would have said gotta, that to protect your image. You got to understand from his mindset, right? He's, he could have he could have just lied. He could have just. But Malcolm Jenkins is right. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah, just don't say nothing. No comment. Yeah. Just don't say nothing. Just post just, your blackout picture and move or, or on. Just be, no, you ain't got to do all that. Just be like, hey, it's unfortunate what happened to Joy Floyd. I understand that. That's tragic. That's it. But you see how Twitter works? I went to their Twitter pages today. Everybody under Drew Brees' post, what he posted that saying, man, you should do that. Man, you should do something better. Man, you're a racist. Man, you should mm-hmm. retire. Blah, 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 blah. And everybody under Sean Payton's post is like, you a sellout, man. MAGA, nigga. Yeah. Trump gonna get reelected. Yeah. The internet, man, and comments, all it be about is hate. Yeah, you can't Nobody read. be co-signing. Everybody be hating. The man. internet is the only place where you follow somebody you don't fuck with. Mm. People follow... The internet is the only place people follow Ooh. people they don't fuck with. 
I'm a punch. Big facts. I'm gonna tell you one other thing about the Saints. Since since I do have to defend my team a bit in my in the chocolate city that we um we we love in our state of Louisiana. Gail Benson came out, the owner, oh, and she just started a Saint. She got um Demario Davis, JJ mm-hmm. Reddick, mm-hmm. Lonzo Ball. And they all compromise in the social justice leadership coalition mm-hmm. that aims to advocate for issues of change when and where we are able to in the black and brown communities. So the Saints as an organization, coach, owner, yeah. all the rest of that GM, we doing the right thing. Yeah. Drew Brees is the face of the franchise and he fucking it up. Yeah. That's all. I don't even know if he's the face of the franchise like that no more. Is it Mike Thomas now? He is. No, 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 no. But in the black community, Cam a bunch Joy. of people was like, it's Mike Thomas from today. Yeah. I saw that post. Yeah, from today. But it was yeah, Cam Jordan that. before that. And, and, but I think the statement that you just made, Aldo, was that Drew Brees was the face of, you know I what got, I'm saying? Yeah. Like he was, it's not that, we, we can't talk about Until today. he retires? You saying right, until I'm he retires, just, then, then. No, I'm actually saying until today. Like I'm saying uh, until all of this happens because you. he got a lot of backlash or until he fixes his image if, if, if possible. But I think the statement that you made about Gail Benson being the the owner and 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 then you know our GM and all of the front office when you the the time period that you put that statement Drew Brees was the face of the franchise. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. came out and was like, "Look at me. I'm the Saints leader and this is what I say." And I feel like in the last 10 hours, nah, bro. It's over with. Nah, bro. That 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 was that was the if nothing else that ended the Drew Brees okay. being the person that everybody unequivocally Saints friends yeah. Could forget about that bullshit and still be like, I ain't even talk to my pops. I would Ooh. love. Listen, if you I got, get some time, hey, well, get I'm gonna try me. to clip that shit in yeah. here. If I can get some time, I'm gonna try to clip and a you statement gotta, in but from you my pops. Put some little subtitles on it. Up. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> Don't come my, nigga, my pops man. like that. And Rods, I'm curious to see what your pops would say too, because they avid Saints fans. Just to hear how Drew Brees was so cavalier and ununderstand this, not understanding about he and his, that's that's his world, man. That's that man world, dog. That ain't like you don't know why you're like, it's, it's so if you up. had a choice right now, Jameis Winston or Drew Brees, who should play? Shit. <sighs> we talking about just, now. I'm, cue I'm up there, that I'm music for nothing God nice to damn say. Damn it! You know they say if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing nice to say, but I don't. Ain't nothing nice. You hear me? So listen, most everybody has friends. If we lucky. We got a lot of friends. If we really lucky, we have very good friends that we look at like family. Like people say, the dope thing about friends is that you can choose your friends. You can't choose your family. So everyone that's in my friend circle, I appreciate you sticking it out with me and try my best to be there for each and every one of you. I run a podcast and that podcast is called Best Friend Weekend. It's no surprise that my friends are a big part of my world. Like I said on the Barbershop Talk episode with um, Bryce Hippolyte of Clips Impressive Cuts, I always aspire to be the type of man that my father is, a man amongst men, a man of the people, one of the biggest voices in the room and a voice that can um, that the circle chooses to follow because I point boys in the right direction. A lot of times that responsibility is easy because my, my, my people is easy, you know, y'all make it easy. But sometimes that responsibility is tough. It's actually a responsibility. But I can't pride myself on being a leader only when it's easy and things are fun to do. I lead when the camera is off and when it's not popular to do so. You see, last week we had some contentious back and forth on the podcast. I listened to that episode four times. 
And shout out to some of our listeners who hit me up and said they listened to it multiple times as well. I listen to it because it's important to me to be fair, but also important to me to reflect on my words. You see something a lot of you don't realize is that, like, outside of the podcast, we all real friends. And every now and again, we're going to work through some things in real time and have conversations that need to be had. And it happens on air. So it's open for you to consume and to dissect. Think about a time when you had a tough conversation with a friend about a relationship, about how they're choosing to raise their child, foolish things they're doing with their money, crazy things they post on social media, why they ain't going to the gym or why they, they shouldn't leave their job. Look, those are tough conversations. I never want to have them. Nobody does. But if you're a real friend, you let your opinion be known, especially if you think it's valuable, even if you think it's tough to hear. I say all that to say this. Last week, I went in on voting. I went in on protecting whiteness. I went in on the need to worry about us first at this time. I went on these things because I don't think I know they're important. And I know we have a platform that speaks to people who in turn go speak to other people. And the message eventually reaches people. We say it jokingly sometimes. The views expressed by one of us don't necessarily affect the view of Best Friend Weekend Podcast. And we throw that out there because we want to be responsible with our message. At the end of the day, I won't walk back what I said last week. But you shouldn't ever either. Anytime you have something to say important to your friend, you say what you say. And if they're real friends, like we are at Best Friend Weekend, they're receiving in the spirit that is given. Because that's what being a friend is all about. So for the first time ever, I'm going to end this segment by saying this. Sometimes you ain't got nothing nice to say about some shit. But it's still important to say it anyway. So he going to say something nice at the same time. <laughs> yeah, man. And my friend. No, I'm fucking with you. No, I'm fucking with you. Look, he start laughing. <laughs> Raj X, nigga. Nah, fuck y'all. Nah, I'm fucking with y'all. That's, I'm gonna edit that out. Because <laughs> why is love punching me? Leave me alone, nigga. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? Jam us you know, I, I think it's. I jammed the wrong. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna give it to you. I, I think. I think um, for for definitely for this matter and matters of the like, it just it takes me some time to digest it. Uh, I wasn't as mad as you were in the beginning. Um, I think now I'm just as mad as you are. Um, I think I was carrying so, it, Raj. I think I was carrying anger about everything that was happening, yeah. and I wanted y'all to feel the same way about that. And the fact that you didn't feel this like exactly the way I felt, like as enraged and whatever, and I felt like you was kind of like both sides in it, like mm-hmm. hey, we should be cool, like we yeah. should let. I was like, nah, nah nigga, like did you not Is see it? this nigga get killed on TV? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I think I was just, I was, I, yeah. and I had to tell it to my boss this week. I'm like, dog, like sometimes it's mental health with black people mm-hmm. where, like, I was hurt about that yeah. shit. I'm still hurt about it. Yeah. And and yeah. you know I just wanted us to all be I, on the same page. I think a lot of part of it too, Rod, when you you said something um, that stuck out to me in uh, Uncle Smooth's cabin was you never experienced that. I have, me and him have. I, well, I know I have. I know he has for sure. You know I, I I've been pulled out the car before by police at, at in tenth grade because my car was too fancy. You know what I mean? I, you ain't supposed to have this car. I done been told you can't come in this game on this side of the, of the you know, of the, of the stadium because you black. 
You know what I mean? Even my dad that was head of athletics, you know, I made a phone call, but he, you know, he went over and handled it. But still, I was told when they didn't know who I was, I couldn't come over there. You know, I was I was called nigga in elementary school by a teacher, kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was because my parents wanted me to have the best education that we had in my city. You know what I mean? I was I've at the skating rink been called a nigga by people working there and kids there because I won in the little race and they won't give me my free IC. You know what I mean? They had to fight my way up. And out that, of that 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 always surprised me a little bit, Raj. About you know, I went to St. Elwes, which is a Catholic school, but it was still like a, a multicultural group. And then I went to Catholic High. Like I went to Catholic High from fourth to sixth grade, and I had so many experiences of white kids calling me shit yeah. and mm-hmm. being in a situation where I wouldn't win a, a, an award or something mm-hmm. because yeah. some other white kid would win it, and I would yeah. be like, damn. Like my grades are better than them. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm like my parents would say it. Like I would hear my parents say it in a house about race. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had situations where me, Eric King, Troy, and them riding and go to Burger King on a just on a random Friday night in New Iberia, and a cop walking up like, "Who car is this?" and yeah. whatever, and it smelled like weed, and get out the car, and everything. like I've had that happen, and I'm like, damn. And I, I spoke to my boss today about the story about my mama not being, ending up being the principal at the high school after Miss Rayo retired and how much bullshit that was because she got a fucking doctorate. And let's just pick a white boy just because, yeah. you know, this seems like he'd be a better fit. Yeah. Like shit like that, I, I've lived it. And I always felt like race relations were like, these are just, and these are minor to us, it's mm-hmm. minor. If it happens to a lot of people, it's major. So I was always surprised that you didn't like going to ESA and going to um and like a, a what was the other school you went to? You went to um, Assembly Christian and uh, like that you never had these type of experiences where it was like you so, was really yeah. I I just wanna I just wanna uh, you know I, I I'll let you finish, but um I never in my in my uncle Smooth's cabin I never said that they, you know I didn't have the same black experience. I just didn't mm. have to run in with the police. Mm. Um. No, I've definitely and and Los, a lot of the things that you said, a lot of the um, a lot of the the the, the things that you had to go through, mm-hmm. I had to go through. I had to go through as well. You know, I've I've been where I thought I was cool. I'm going to a party, and it's me and it's me and Jay Mitch. You know, I'm I'm with the I'm with the 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 celebrity of the city. You know, as far as high school goes, and and we get told that we at the wrong bonfire. Bonfire. You know. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't have things, and and for me, and, and y'all boys know we had we had it happen to us in D.C. Yeah. So you know, I, I mean, I've, I've I've definitely had uh, a black experience. I just haven't had the same police experience as a lot of my black brothers have had have had. So that was my only statement. I just haven't had that one. And like I said, I consider myself lucky um, because I've definitely had um, police activity, uh, but but I've I've never had the my face pushed in the mud or got beat up on the front of the car or anything like that. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess I guess for me, even those experiences made me understand when I saw uh, the Trayvon Martin, uh, Eric Gardner's. Well, all, all, well, if you say Trayvon Martin and Ahmaud Arbery, that yeah. wasn't even the police. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Just yeah. period. I'm just those yeah. experiences. Period. Even with the police, like those experiences, still those are white men uh, hunting down black men. Like you know, I, I that that's why I was I could understand because. That made me enraged because it, it it sent me back to me and my dad leaving the golf course mm-hmm. and some white boys blocked us in because we weren't supposed to be on a private golf course. You know what I mean? Like, didn't want us on there. And, and we beat them out of $150. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
You know what I mean? And so they, they blocked they block, y'all in, challenged y'all to a game? No, they blocked us in. Shut up, Raj. Shut the fuck up. Malcolm, Like Malcolm Jenkins said, sometimes you shut the fuck up. Oh, I'm just wondering. Like That's what it sounded like to me. Hit a no, hole that man was like, having a whole cathartic moment. I'm looking nigga. at his face. He next to me like, me <laughs> and my father. Nigga, was, <laughs> nigga don't know, bitch. We were scared for our life, nigga. My daddy pulled out a machete on somebody. No, he had to pull out the Big Mac 357 Magnum. Like, nigga, get in the back seat. I'm finna shoot these white boys. Yeah, ain't they ain't when his exact words, but I'm finna shoot these motherfuckers. White boy got next to us and called my daddy. Nigga, I was in the pickup truck. I remember that nigga mashed the gas and pulled the machete from under the seat. Yeah. I was like, I you about to machete these yeah, niggas? I part with the machete, boy. Oh my but, God. But I mean, nigga, I done been, boy. I don't, that's why I don't understand how you gonna be. I be enraged by that. But, I said, turn them boys into garnish, huh? <laughs> this nigga, he don't want to stop. Yo, yo, stop. <laughs> I saw USC colors. I used to think they was. Uh, oh, yeah, I, go. I used to think they was red and yellow, but they actually they actually <laughs> golden <laughs> and garnish, garnish, garnish and gold. I don't okay. get it, but okay, okay. But it, it was scarlet. Oh, uh, yeah. well, I want to talk about your. I'm talking the joke. I'm oh yeah, I don't know. but anyway, <laughs> but okay. So all all together, bro, like. It's it's good that we could disagree without being disagreeable, and it's good that we could come to a consensus on stuff, man. Y'all should see the Raj move post for the last week. He ain't lying. He has been sending us a lot of shit that I like. I'm like, damn, what what part of Black Twitter have you been on to find that shit, Raj? I don't even I don't even follow that page. Whatever you found that so so I appreciate like you actually kind of coming coming like list like. Being more involved in the in the kind of shit that we frustrated about and, and whatever because you know like I said I think that that makes that makes our friendship stronger and our bond stronger and everything like that. Uh, one time for the one time if you're in Houston this weekend, Raj Move will be out here making an appearance. You're coming to Houston? He coming to Houston for what? Saturday. For what? What you mean? If you get out my business, man. Come <laughs> handle some business. And we're gonna be out here Saturday and Sunday. So if y'all want to see Raj Move, this podcast is dropped. We're not going out nowhere though. No, you got to come to, like, Lowe's house. Oh, shit. Y'all, y'all can't come to my house. I don't want that Rona about I'm going to say, damn sure. Oh, we went house. to that March, too, so ah. we're going to need that COVID testing soon, huh? I was thinking about that today. I, I actually like, was. Go, go get it. But I think I got them antibodies from the first time I got that Rona that I think I had it. So, listen, they told me the other day, it was like, Al, you were sick for two weeks. Like, what makes you think you didn't have that Rona? Like, you was coughing for two weeks at the beginning of March. I was like, I was at my house by myself, though. I never left because I was, like, sick. You were sick with that Rona. Uh, so I should go get the antibody test. I definitely thought you had it. I mean, I might have. I, I want to go get the antibody test. Because you were sick that, yeah. Antibody. Body bodies. Right, Antibodies. Hey. If you got them antibodies, hey. then you body bodies. Make it a best free weekend. No, no, you don't get to do that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, next week, we said, Los told me it was too soon, so I can't talk about the no, George Floyd talk- No. 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 But no, we had certain words no, we said we wasn't going to say on the no, podcast. No, 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 That flow. No, 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 no. Hey, no. listen. Until next week. Shit. Y'all have a great weekend. Bow. Make it a mess for a weekend. Bow. And we out. <laughs> How am I going to be responsible one this week? And all these it's weeks, I ain't got to be, I gotta be responsible this week. How is that? <laughs> That's some bullshit. Why well, I got to be responsible? Lord.